Servant Leadership Institute podcast. My name is Brian Malinsky, Digital Media Specialist for SLI, and sitting with me today is our founder and CEO, Art Barter, and the president of SLI, Robin Swift. Good morning, Art. Good morning, Robin. Good morning, Brian. Good morning, Robin. How are we doing? Good morning, everyone. We're doing doing great. great. Yeah. Good to be here. So today we're going to have a conversation on the topic of accountability. But before we start, Uh, I have some things I want to inform our listeners about. Registration is now open for our 2018 Servant Leadership Conference titled Shift into Drive. On stage, we have the pleasure of having uh, presentations uh, by our founder, Art Barter, as well as Mark Miller, VP of Training and Development for Chick-fil-A, Returning from last year, we have Vicki Clark and also Ken Blanchard with more speakers to be announced soon. The conference will be held at the Marriott Marquis in San Diego, California, February 19th and 20th with a complimentary networking event, February 18th. The next thing I want to inform everybody about is is we have these great weekly tips. In order to subscribe to those, though, you need to log onto our website. That's www.servantleadershipinstitute.com. These are great short tips that you are that are intended to challenge and motivate you while you are going through your servant leadership journey. And finally, we just want to ask that you guys go ahead and grab a copy of our latest publication, the Servant Leadership Journal written by our SLI founder and CEO, Art Barter. This is an 18-week journey to transform you and your organization. This is available now on our website as well and on Amazon.com. So going back to our topic at hand, we're addressing accountability today. Accountability is a very challenging topic. So the first thing that's on my mind is how would you both describe accountability? Well, you know, for, for me, uh, hi everybody, uh, thanks for joining us today. Uh, accountability gets down to, as a leader, do you do what you say you're going to do? And, you know, we, we used to say, you know, behave uh, or, you know, behavior talk. Um, we say behavior talk today, excuse me. Um, and in the past, we used to say walker talk. And I like the behavior side of things because behavior is what people look for when they hold you accountable. They don't, they'll listen to your words, but they look at what you do. And that's really where leaders become accountable. And that's in the business life. And then we have accountability in our personal life, whether we're, we're we, whatever we believe in, uh, there's accountability on who we are, what we want to become as, as, as individuals. And so there's some, some personal responsibility there to, um, be great stewards of our lives. And so, you know, I think we, we all think as leaders first, we think about accountability at work. Mm-hmm. And we all can think of people who said they were gonna do something by a certain date and they're historically late. Mm-hmm. And you know that whatever they say in a meeting, it, it's not gonna happen because their behavior doesn't support what they're telling the team. So 
For me, as accountability as a leader, is really comes out of your behavior. Uh, your words mean something, but your behavior is what backs it up. So, uh, do what you say you're going to do. Mm -hmm. uh, behave the way you, you say you're going to behave, and uh, let people around you hold you accountable to that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, have some close people to you that will get to side and say, Art, you know what? Yesterday you messed up because you didn't act the way you wanted to. Uh, and it's important for leaders to have that. Yeah, that's a great point, Art. And hi, everyone. This is Robin. And what I feel very passionate about in this area is when you extend that accountability to your team, holding your team accountable. You know, so often people think this, it's just about being nice and kind to people. And it's really about, um, if you care about people, you need to hold them accountable. Um, I had a scenario recently in a meeting where uh, I was told a story how an individual uh, passed along some work to somebody on a Sunday that they just couldn't quite get to. And so they asked this other high-level person, I said, can you do this for me? I just can't do it. Well, she ended up saying yes, and she did it, but resenting it all the way. Then her Sunday was messed up and like, why am I doing this? So the question is, yeah, why are you? If you're really going to hold somebody accountable, you say, how can we equip you better? What are you missing? Tell me what's going on. But just taking people's work, Art, that's not really holding it, someone accountable. It's not. And, and I like to talk about the tennis ball. If you're a tennis player and someone hits the ball uh, to you across the net, you don't catch it. You hit it back. So when your folks want to delegate up, as I call delegating up, and they want to, you know, hey, like you said, I can't get this done. Will you do it for me? Our job is to, to ask those questions. No, I'm not going to take this for you. I, you have the ability to do this. You, uh, I have faith in you. And so what is it that you need to help you get this done on time? Um, and we can help people by taking that approach more than taking it on and getting it done. All right. And so I'll share a little story. Early in my career, I was, I was a finance person and I worked for a motor company that made small uh, DC motors. And I had the opportunity to get in operations. I love to build things. I've always been involved with manufacturing. But it was early in my career, and in finance, I could do any job. If, if we got behind, I could jump in on Saturday or Sunday. I could do that job. I could get it done. When I became responsible for operations, I couldn't get in and build product. I couldn't get in and test product. I had to help people get that done because I didn't have those skills. And so when leaders step in jobs, our job is not to go do things when things get behind, but to help those that are responsible for doing those things, help them get better at getting things done on time. And we can do more as leaders if we influence through people than if we do everything ourselves. You know, I wish I could get leaders to understand that. You doing everything and thinking you're doing a great job, that's the wrong thing because your people aren't growing. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's it's so empowering, isn't it, Brian, to hear that different mindset in leading. Oh, definitely. And I think that it also, you know, it, it takes into consideration the fact that a huge part of accountability is great communication and great faith in your people, right? Exactly. You've got to have faith that, that the person can do what you give them to do. And you're going to stretch them sometimes. We, we as leaders, we stretch people and, and we know it. But as long as the motive is to help them grow, and not just to use them to get something done. Um, guess what? They'll accept that assignment that they know that they're going to have to stretch to get done. And talk to them about it. And tell them, hey, I know this is a stretch for you, but I have confidence in your ability because you've done this, this, and this. 
for the company, I really believe that you can do this. Go off, take a look at it, come back to me a day or so, and let me know what your concerns are, and I'll do everything I can to help you be successful with that. And that, it makes such a big difference to, to talk to people that way and let them know you're there to help them. Mm -hmm. And you'll take their accountability, because you're gonna hold them accountable to perform, but how much of that accountability that you're gonna hold with them, how much of that responsibility show is on your shoulders as a leader to help them get there. Mm -hmm. And we have to shoulder that responsibility. So that accountability goes both ways. Totally. Hold, hold us accountable to add value and help you get where you wanna go. Mm -hmm. And uh, I'll hold you accountable to get things done on time. Right, and, yeah. and, and accomplish the things that I believe you can, you can accomplish, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I think that that's, that's key. And, and for me, you know, I've never been in a major leadership role, but I have you know, taken direction from leaders and had requests given to me. And I think it's so important that people in my position voice their concerns uh -huh. and you know voice voice those anxieties if they think that a project that gets dumped on them is um, they for one think that it's 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 out of their reach to be able to complete or um, having any questions or concerns as to why they were given that project. I think it's really important that we first voice our concerns and be able to talk through that with our leaders because our leaders do, like you're saying, have a, you know, a, a vision and they have a, a desire for, for growth or um, uh, possibilities for you to you know, expand what you're already currently doing into, into a different role for the, for, for the organization. Right. But if we don't voice those in, 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 at the beginning, um, we're kind of you know, just worried the entire time trying to complete it and not actually uh, you know, expressing good yeah. communication. Your, your silence is acceptance. Yeah. Right, is, is acceptance. And um, communication is a two-way street. Mm -hmm. um, leaders can't help people unless there's communication between the, that, that goes both ways. Like you say, you know, I may have concerns about being able to do this. Um, and it's okay for you to ask your boss, help me understand why you believe I can do this. Mm -hmm. That question is great. And don't be afraid to ask that. Um, because your leader will look at you and go, man, you're really serious about being held accountable to meeting what we're asking you to do. This is great. I will, I will help you any way I can. But if you don't say anything and just accept the task and go off mm -hmm. and then come back the day that it's due and tell your boss, hey, I, 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 I didn't believe I could do this when you gave it to me, um, you're remiss for not bringing that up sooner right? Mm -hmm. and talking about that, that concern early. Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Another really important point of accountability is clarifying your expectations, right? Because I had a manager the other day uh, talk about a scenario where she let go of a project. You know, I need to let go. I'm doing everything myself. So she just told them, go do it. But she didn't clarify what she was looking for. So mm -hmm. they came back and wasn't exactly like what she was hoping. And she realized, but I didn't really communicate that, right? So right. isn't that really important to Clarify what you want. It is, and we use uh, the acronym um, DRP. Goals. G stands for goals. So make sure you understand it. You um, have everybody in the room understand what your goal is. And we talk about roles. Who's taking the roles on the project, and, and uh, what each person's going to do. And then what's the process? What kind of process are we going to follow? Is there a process, or do we have to define the process as part of this project? So goals, roles, process, if you take the time to 
talk about that with your team, they're going to walk away going, okay, I understand where we're going. I understand my role and where we're going. And I understand there's a portion of it that I have to create or I know I'm going to go follow this process that we've created inside the company. So I'm off and running 10 steps ahead of everybody because I understand what's going on. Yeah, yeah. So clear expectations, make sure you have clear expectations. And for leaders in my role at the CEO level, um, you're going to have expectations placed on you that are not realistic. They're not realistic because we're human beings. And, um, you know, for me, um, my, my biggest challenge is I've, I'm a passionate person about things. And when I get passionate about things, um, I don't control my emotions. I do it a whole lot better today than I did 15 years ago. Uh, but I can't be that same monotone level person and everything we go because I get excited about what we're doing uh, and I just want to help people and so um, I know there's a point in, the, in time where if I cross that line with emotions I'm going to shut down the team I'm going to shut down the team so leaders understand your impact on the team uh, on how you act and hold yourself accountable to act in a way that best helps the team mm -hmm. right mm -hmm. and then have people hold you accountable to that like I said, I have people around here, uh, around Daytron and SLI that will that will tell me um, when I've crossed that line, um, and that's a big, big value for for leaders. A big value when you have that type of accountability around you. Absolutely, yeah, it helps us be the best we can be. Art, you're also, as you said, serving as CEO and owner of Daytron World Communications, a global manufacturing company. Obviously, over the years of owning that company, you've had to make some tough decisions around terminations and layoffs and the seasons as business you know, changes. As a servant leader, what's the difference? I mean, you're still making very hard decisions, yep. but what would you say that servant leadership difference is? The big difference is that our role as a servant leader doesn't stop at the front door of the company. And I made this comment uh, a week or so ago, and somebody asked, what do you mean by that, Art? Um, yeah, we're going to have make some tough decisions. Businesses have great performances. Sometimes they don't have great performances. You may have to lay people off, or in more instances, you've got someone who isn't performing, and you've got to make that tough decision on whether or not that person stays involved with the company. You trusted that person the day before, or the week before, you've made a decision to um, have that person go somewhere else. A lot of companies will go, I'm gonna lock down your computer, I'm gonna have somebody walk you to your desk, I'm gonna make sure you don't do anything against the company, and blah, 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 right? All this stuff. And my approach in servant leadership is, why do you wanna treat them differently? You've impacted their life by making a tough decision. Isn't it our job to make it as best we can for them to help transition out? And what I mean by that is you can treat them with dignity and respect for that entire process. Um, don't tell them that they're gonna lose their job and five minutes later walk them out the door. Would, does any human being have a chance to really adjust to what's going on in their life in five minutes? You know, that's just not, that's not, that's not right. Um, and in, in our case, if we have to do that, we make sure that we do it at a time where we can maximize their, their medical benefits. Uh, we want to have them walk away with, you know, at least 30 days worth of coverage. 60 days is greater, and 
instead of making decision on how to limit that exposure, make the decision when you take that action to maximize that for the employees. Yeah, it's gonna cost you some money, but you know what? It, it's gonna return to you so much and to the person so much because they know you're, you really care about them even though you're severing their, their uh, relationship with the company. Um, even when you have to do a layoff, again, you trusted them the day before and all of a sudden you don't trust them. And we've had instances where we had to lay off people and we changed our mindset. Um, but I came out of the corporate world where you do a layoff and you shut all the computers down, you don't trust anybody anymore, you help them to the, to, to the door. Today, if we have to do that, we're totally, di totally different. We'll let people know in the morning, they get to stay all day long. Finish your work, talk to people you work with, you know, do, do whatever you need to do that day. If you wanna pack up your stuff right away and go, that's totally up to you if you wanna get on a computer and answer emails and let people know what's going on. That's okay, we trust you to do that in the right way. Such a great yeah. point. And so, um, and what, what you get in return from that is people will send you a note, an email, uh, letting them know that the impact you had on their life was very special to them because they realized that they were treated differently than they were somewhere else. And even when it's tough times and you have to let somebody go, I've had people come back to me in six to 12 months and go, thank you, Art, for what you did for me because I didn't realize at the time what you're trying to teach me. I had to walk away from it understand what's going on and so I want to make sure people hold me accountable to continue to treat people with dignity and respect regardless of the situation regardless of the situation um, and those are tough times for people in leadership roles um, but remember this the people you're impacting it's tougher for them and the best thing you can say is not tell them this is tougher on you than it is on on, on them that's the last thing you do if you're doing a layoff tell them this is not you didn't do anything to generate this. Tell them you didn't do your job of making sure you had enough business to keep people employed. Mm -hmm. That's the real reason you got to do that. Don't don't put it on them. Um, so there's a lot of things you can the approach you can take to how you talk, etc. And then your team holds you accountable to that and make sure that you just don't do that once. You do that every time you you have to take that event and, and do something like that. Yeah. So that's so. really living your values of. Who you are in the company is right. Got to be accountable as a servant leader. Yeah, you have to hold hold me accountable to be a servant leader regardless of the situation. Mm -hmm. Right, and yeah. that's why it's so hard, folks. Right? I mean, we always mm -hmm. say it's the toughest to practice the soft skills because it just takes that additional layer to go beyond the call of duty sometimes mm -hmm. to to not just do what is expected or legally you can do, but you can really do more often. Yeah. Uh, to just like you say the dignity of the person so yeah. these these tough decisions that a servant leader makes so much have to be in alignment with you know what the like you say behave the talk yeah hold yourself accountable leaders that, that are in the leadership role that have lives that they're responsible for I would encourage you don't rush these decisions make sure you do it the right way take another week if you need to whether you do it today or next week so what? Don't make it easier on you. Make it tougher on you. Um, and there's a lot that goes into that, but make sure you're making the right decision when you get in situations like that. And take your time. Mm -hmm. Don't rush it. Okay? Don't rush it. And it's tough in the, today's environment. People will say, we got to do something, and they'll rush through, and they'll do it, and they'll go, a month later, I go, well, why didn't I make that decision? 
right, was not the right decision to make. So take your time, yeah, in that critical area. Yeah, definitely. Um, and so going going into it, how would, you know, leaders that are trying to incorporate servant leadership, how do you develop this new culture of great accountability, do you think? Well, you know, like we talked about, you have to uh, talk about what the expectations are when it comes to culture, mm -hmm. which means you have to have a clear mission and purpose. You have to have clear values. Uh, a leader in my role as CEO, we have to live those values every day. It can't be something you just put up on the wall. Um, and uh, you're going to make mistakes as a leader, um, and you're going to have to ask for grace, but be transparent, uh, open up about your mistakes, and don't punish learners. Don't punish learners. Um, do everything you can to, to add value to people and to help them continue to grow. Um, once your behavior reflects where you want to go, and I, I can't stress this enough with leaders, you can talk all you want. And you can have people hold you accountable to your talk. What you don't do, when, what you do when your mouth is closed, is more important than what you say mm -hmm. with people. Um, and people will watch you all the time. Once you, they know that you're serious about acting a different way and being a different type of leader, and you're serious about that. And you're not, you're not trying this mm -hmm. to see if it will work. You're gonna go, well, it's the latest and greatest, and so and so thinks I should do it, but I, I'm not convinced. Um, you've got to be serious about going down this path and holding yourself accountable first. Mm -hmm. Once you hold yourself accountable, now you can hold hold other people accountable. But mm -hmm. don't hold other people accountable and then have you, you know, just I, I'm I'm the owner, I'm the leader, I can do anything I want to. Don't don't bother with this stuff. But you, I want all this stuff done. And that little noise out there, guys, is I'm I'm <laughs> hammering my finger on the table like some leaders do sometimes. <laughs> Stop yeah. doing that. Yeah. Um, Hold yourself accountable first, especially with your behaviors, and once people see that, that you're serious about that, you're going to have people fall in line with going, hey, this is something that's real. And it has to be real. It can't be something you're doing just because you've read it in a book. Because mm -hmm. um, uh, those things, we try to see if they work. And for those of you listening today and read my article on try, try is a dirty word. Um, because it doesn't show commitment on, on where a leader wants to go. So be committed to a change. Do you have your behavior reflect the change where you want to go? Hold yourself accountable to values and your, your uh, purpose and mission in the company and let people hold you accountable mm -hmm. to all that stuff. And when people want to hold you accountable, listen to them. Mm -hmm. don't, don't defend yourself. Just, <laughs> Sit back and listen to what they have to say because more than not, there's some important things that you need to listen to, right? Um, yeah. Yeah, I think one of the uh, you know most inspiring things on this topic that I've I've always um, held on to from you, Art, is is when you uh, you personally made this decision to start becoming a servant leader, you knew that it was going to be bigger than you and you being held accountable meant that you needed to create a team of people um, that may not have been there before, but those were, were going to be, that was going to be your team that was going to be your accountability team for yourself. Right, exactly. And, and understanding that 
And I think leaders need to really understand, too, that this change into being a servant leader, you're actually changing into being a part of a community. And it needs to be that, that needs to be the focus, too, because you can't be on your own servant leader island right. um, thinking that you're not going to backslide at times. Mm-hmm. But it's the people behind you when you do backslide to catch you and push you back up the hill right um so i think that 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 was tremendous and i know that you still have this great team of people um here at daytron that that like you're saying keep you accountable every day i have people that keep me accountable i have an inner circle um i have a circle of ceos that i meet with uh once a month Uh, in fact i just met with them this past wednesday Uh, they hold me accountable uh, to make sure that i'm being the right type of ceo they know type of company I want to run, we share information, we talk about our challenges, we talk about issues, and then we get great advice from peers. And so I've got that group that, that holds me accountable uh, outside the company. I've got a group inside the company that holds me accountable. And of course, Lori, my wife, is my biggest accountability partner because she knows me better than anybody else out there. And so she knows the times when she needs to tell me to grab a cup of coffee because we need to sit down and talk (laughs) and um, those are the times I have to listen and go okay what is it that's being said that I really need to listen to what what is it and most of the time there's a whole lot of stuff Mm -hmm. that's being said but what's the most important thing I need to learn from that conversation Mm -hmm. and and then start to implement a change and then hold yourself accountable let share with people what you're trying to do and let them hold you accountable to that and I couldn't have done that without the groups that I had uh, in this in this process because um, leaders need grace. Leaders <laughs> need grace. Okay. Everybody out there, you need <laughs> grace. Mm-hmm. And when your team extends grace to you, it's it's one of the the, the best things that they can give you because they know that you're human. Mm-hmm. And when you make mistakes, they forgive you. And when they make mistakes, and they're there, you hold them accountable, and they don't like it. Hey, if you do that with the right heart and the right motive, they, they, they trust you and they'll listen to you next time to go, go do it differently and listen to your mentoring and understanding. So, um, okay, I, I threw a lot of stuff on the table in that last <laughs> um, uh, five minutes, but um, yeah, we have to have accountability partners. Uh, that's a big part of our life, yeah. Yeah, and so uh, I, I think a, a big takeaway from what you were just describing is how proactive you need to be in the especially in the beginning stages of this transition into servant leadership in in seeking those people out right because that that those people may not have been there uh, in your life before so you needed to seek those people out right when i decided that i wanted to implement servant leadership in the company the first person that i talked to inside the company inside the company was uh, our um, uh, vp of hr and like a good leader, I decided to do that in public, so we went to lunch, and I figured <laughs> if I did this in public and gave her the CDs I wanted her to listen to, then I, I wouldn't get an emotional response that goes, there's no way we can do this, we, we're in California, we're in here. So I created an environment that was that was conducive for a conversation, right? Then bring her in, sit her across my desk and say, this is what I'm gonna do. Mm-hmm. I created a good environment to where we could have a conversation and she could come back and challenge me and say, what do you mean by this? What do you mean by this? What do you mean by this? And it, it took her about a month or so to come back and say, Art, if, if this is how you want, this is what we want to implement in the company, 
I'm behind you 100%. And I had to get those one at a time. I couldn't sit down and just announce to my team, we're gonna be a servant-led organization. I expect you guys all to behave in different ways, and if you don't behave this way, I'm gonna hold you accountable. Um, and oh, by the way, nobody holds me accountable. Um, I, we wouldn't go anywhere. But I had I got those one at a time, mm -hmm. and I, I did it in a respectful way to where I didn't try to get 10 people in a room and say, this is what we're gonna well, do. they felt peer I, I, pressure. I, I walked into that with a team of people that that were ready to go make that happen. And it's a big difference, yeah. Yeah, that is yeah. a big difference. So start the accountability right up front. If you really want to implement servant leadership, hold yourself accountable as the leader who's leading that implementation change. Hold yourself accountable from day one. Now that's pretty yeah. scary to a lot of people. Because you're also talking about releasing power, which you do when you do your public speaking. You mm -hmm. can talk a bit about holding on to power, but actually as you let go of that power and you empower people, Guess what happens? Yeah, exactly. And you know, it, it's a. Uh, I do a little little thing for folks that haven't seen it before. If you if you take your fists right now and just make fists, your hands, both hands, and hold it as tight as you can, you know that's a power leader holding on to power. Now open your open your your fists up, and and how does it make you feel? It feels so good to let that pressure give it away. Open up your hands and give that power away, and that's how you're going to feel when you go empower people. You go empower, there's, power is still there in servant leadership. Power doesn't go away, it gets used in a different way with a different heart. And give it away, and you'll be amazed at what will happen uh, when you do that. And you know, you gotta have people going, all right, you're holding on to this too tight, you're, you're managing me in all the details. And I, I with my background in finance and, and operations, I love to talk about how to, how to how to build things. I can sit down and talk, hey, what are you doing here, what are you doing here, what are you doing? That's not the best way to use my talent in the company. I have people who are better at that than I am, and I need to realize that I'm not the best person in the company to do that. So I need to be accountable to use the best resources in the company to solve the problems of the company. I don't know everything, so use the best resources. Yeah, yeah, that's available. I think um, what's so tricky about servant leadership because we get asked these questions so often about what it is and it's being nice to everybody and it's a weak approach and it, and it is that subtle mindset shift that that makes all the difference but sometimes people have trouble just getting a hold of what this is. It is and, and you know it's uh, people will, will say it's soft and I will tell you it's the toughest thing I've ever done as a leader. It is the toughest thing, and I could sit here and talk to you for the next three hours about how difficult it is. Uh, don't let that scare you because it's worth the ride. It is worth the effort to, to go make that happen. Um, but um, yeah, you, it, it's people go, this is the soft stuff. And I go, it's not the soft stuff, this is the hard stuff. Mm -hmm. This is the hard stuff. And if you want to be a, a good leader, a great leader, then use your knowledge through your heart. Through your heart. Don't use your knowledge and leave your heart on the sideline. Uh, you'll impact more people and see uh, unbelievable results by letting people know what's in your heart. Um, and, and leaders, it's okay to do that. It's okay to let people see that you are a real person. Um, so hold your hold yourself accountable to be transparent in everything. And 
Hold yourself accountable in the good times and in the bad times. Now, we just don't get to hold ourselves accountable in the good times. It's when tough things are tough. That's when you have to have the courage, and we talk about courage in the, in the nine behaviors. You have to have the courage to stay the course mm -hmm. and go, I know this is the right thing to do. I know this is going to impact lives. I know it's going to be a better thing for my customers. Um, it's going to be better for my shareholders. I'm not going to back off of this just because I'm going through some tough times. I have the courage to stay the course. Yeah, yeah and yeah. on that courageous note, Art, I know you've really helped me a lot in looking at one's intentions when you hold another accountable, someone on your team that you have to have that courageous conversation with. Check what are your intentions. And, and when you come from a place like this will help them, my job to help them grow and this is an area I need to you know correct on the on the road here and it, it does take a lot of pressure out when you say okay I have good intentions here therefore this isn't gonna be it's still gonna be hard to maybe deliver but I'm not doing it in a malicious way right and that exactly. makes all the difference doesn't it yeah I, you know a long time ago we'd have leaders go hey if you're not gonna do what I tell you I'm gonna go find somebody who will mm -hmm. well, that's not a servant leader right that's, <laughs> no, that's, that's let's not. go what gifts do you have? How can I develop them? How can I put them to good use for the company? Uh, not do what I tell you to do or I'm going to let you go. Um, who was it that uh, uh, one of the comedians told one of his kids once, you know, I, um, he was, he was a, his, his, it was a teenager. And uh, I think he told the teenager, listen, you know what? If you, if you don't want to get on board with what I, where I want you to go, I'll replace you. You know, I'll, I'll, I'll go have another one, and we'll replace you. And you, you thought, wow, um, having a teenager hear that from a parent is probably one of the most devastating things a parent could say. Mm -hmm. um, it's the same thing with people. It's, it's, you can devastate people by the wrong words and the wrong uh, motive. And so when you have the right motive and people know you care, mm -hmm. guess what? They're going to take you serious and they're gonna know that you're doing it with the right motives in the right way, and you wanna do it in the right way, and the right motives. Um, and sometimes when it doesn't happen that way, they know that, hey, I can talk, I can talk to Art and tell him, hey, this didn't work out quite the way it should have, did it? And I said, no, it didn't, and I'll learn from this, and I'll make sure I don't do that again. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a good point. When you hold yourself and others accountable, look at the learning lessons that you can you know use I had I have one um, one quick story uh, I have a meeting in one of the company in the, in the radio uh, company that I have weekly and I have mixed levels in that in that meeting so I have uh, mostly VPs I have a director and there are times when we need to talk about VP stuff and so I, I need to ask the director to step out of the room well it was one of the days where I called in uh, from my home office for that that um, that meeting and I realized after I asked her to step out I hadn't talked to her face to face about that and so all she knew was she was being asked to step away um, and so I met with her later in the week I said you know I, I apologize uh, if I was here I would have sat down with you before the meeting and said this is what I'm going to do here's the reason why I'm going to do that um, so I don't want you to read into it uh, etc I just have some VP stuff I need to talk about with the team um, that's a whole different ballgame. So instead of doing it afterwards, say, hey, I apologize because I messed up. If you mess up, apologize. And tell people you messed up and tell them you're going to do something different going forward. Um, and that happened just out of 
root behavior for me because I was made aware that I, I messed up and the next day I sat with the person and took care of it uh, because that was the right thing to do because I got to hold myself accountable for behavior and so it's little things like that leaders will say something do something maybe not include everybody in the, in the conversation to help them understand why you're doing something don't always assume they understand why you're doing something always come back and cover that base and say here's why I did this and it has nothing to do with you your performance or anything like that yeah that communication yeah. piece being so critical in the whole accountability piece it is right? it is yeah so if I if I wouldn't said no nah, I'm not going to talk about that I, I, I don't have to do that I, it's not important to me um, Think of the influence I would have on that person if I didn't do that and then stand up at an employee meeting and claim that I'm a servant leader, right? My credibility is going to tank uh, as a leader. I, I, and so it's really important that when those things pop up, take care of it. Take care of it right away when it, when it deals with other people. Yeah. And, right. and with your behavior, change your behavior right away. Do something different. Yeah. So much of servant leadership is starting with yourself, always mm -hmm. looking at yourself in the mirror. And I think that's been the common thread to this conversation that's so important that, you know, hold yourself accountable uh, as you move out to the rest of your influence, then you have more credibility. If you don't hold yourself accountable, then what gives you the right to hold someone else accountable? Mm -hmm. You don't have any right to do that. So... Um, yeah, it's, it's a two-way street, and that's the best way to approach the accountability aspect of, of being a good leader. Yeah. Well, I think if you like, like what you've heard today and, and digging deeper into servant leadership, there's no better place than joining us at our conference in mm -hmm. February. Uh, we've really put a lot into this one in the navigating, shift into drive, navigating servant leadership because of all these landmines, if you will, because of all these things that you have to navigate as a servant leader that we really want to help people really create their own roadmaps mm -hmm. right 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 and there's a lot of things that we do differently as, as a servant leader I think one of the things we're going to talk about is uh, you know communicating with employees it's, it's not what you think it is it's not what you think it is mm -hmm. you know you don't communicate just the good things you communicate the tough things as well and when you share the tough times with everybody in your company and they understand that you're going through a tough time and they really feel that their leader is doing everything they can to, to get back on track, that means more to them than staying silent. Mm -hmm. And staying silent as, as a leader and helping people understand that, that you need to be honest and open in tough times. Uh, stop spinning the results. Stop spinning them to where they always sound good because people know they're not good and your credibility goes in the tank. Yeah, mm -hmm. so. Anyway, um, it's a great topic. Uh, there's a lot of things that go into accountability, but as you said, Robin, you know, it has to start with ourselves. And uh, when we hold ourselves accountable, both in our personal lives and business life, it now frees us up to hold people accountable uh, that, we're, that we influence and we're responsible for. Um, and that's a very important part of being a good servant leader. Well, as we close, I just want to say thank you so much, Art, and thank you, Robin, for, uh, for talking to us today about this, this difficult subject of accountability. 
And um, for everybody else that's listening right now, I encourage you to go back if you haven't already and listen to the other podcasts. Um, listen to the ones that Art is on. And um, we invite you also to a complimentary webinar this week, uh, this next week on Thursday, uh, the 27th. Um, uh, we're going to be um, having Art talk about um, uh, reflections as a leader, um, reflecting and looking at... Uh, at um, being able to to look at your uh, actions and and work from them uh, the good the bad and the ugly so um, <laughs> very uh, well put yeah <laughs> I love it. and so for uh, for now this is the servant leadership institute signing off thanks guys uh, Brian, yeah one me, more yeah I just yeah. want to leave one thought with with people um, uh, this is probably seven eight years ago there was a Harris poll and in the Harris poll only ten percent of the people polled felt their organization held people accountable. Ten mm-hmm. percent of the people felt that their organization held people accountable. And, you know, think about that for a minute. If you've got an organization that keeps setting deadlines, keeps setting goals, and never gets anything done, there's probably a whole lot of things that we can think of like that, right, that fall in that category. But ask yourself, if you were to pull the people that you're responsible for, would they feel that you hold yourself accountable and you hold people accountable? And that's what we're really talking about. You can make all the plans you want, you can, you can put things in place. Are you going to hold yourself accountable to get the results that you think you can get? Do it in a, in a, in a great way where you can put people dignity and respect and get results and have fun together. So think about that, that percentage because it's pretty low. Thank you so much, guys. Thanks, guys. Thanks, Thanks, Robin. Bye. Bye.